This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Do not let it be said that we didn't tell you so, ladies and gentle fans, for it was here both on the Six Rings postgame show as well as on the highly regarded Six Rings podcast where we told you that the Patriots would be able to score by putting Marcus Jones on offense. And then... That's all we had, because they scored with Marcus Jones on offense, and the rest, well, it is what it is, as the coach. Oh, my... That's Patriots coach Bill Belichick at the podium, speaking after the Patriots were just embarrassed, demoralized, Outrun, outshone, outworked, outplayed. You picked the outword 24 to 10 in a game that, quite honestly, Andy, wasn't that close. I know it's a sports radio cliche, but it guess is. what? Pump the brakes on that. <laughs> now, listen, be that as it may. Hey, it wasn't as ugly Look, as last January, was hey, it? The X's and O's were outdone by the pros and Joes. They, hey, hey, they're out there collecting checks, they too. They are. They get paid, too. Josh Allen, pretty good player now. Pretty good player. No, that was um, at the end of the day. At the end of the day, that, a, which is, is sort of the end of the day now. Uh, that was really disappointing. Um, and I think your season just ended. And I know I'm a drama queen. Like you're six and six. You've lost two in a row. You, you gave away a game you probably could have stole last Thursday which night. Which you in needed Minnesota. as a sort of mattress topper comfort right. layer to protect you against any possible losses uh, mm-hmm. or embarrassments like this one on your way to trying to, as we've said before, carve a path to the postseason. What would a berth in the postseason, what would a trip to the playoffs even matter now if this is the kind of effort oh, I you're going to it. put forth, especially, well, yeah, because it gives us something I would to always talk about for it. two weeks. No, I think it's always better to make the playoffs. I don't go down the Ben Volan road of, like, oh, you're just gonna get, if you're just going to suck in the playoffs, you might no. as well not even go. No, no, you should always go. The issue is you're not going to the playoffs because you can't cover an opposing wide receiver who's any good. Like, people uh, are fixated Steph, on quarterbacks. Diggs, by the way, Steph Diggs isn't just an opposing wide receiver who's kind of good. I'll say this not because it was like, ooh, lucky you, Fitz, you had access tonight. I'm standing on the field in the last couple of minutes before running out to introduce the band at halftime, and I was right there in the corner of the end zone where Josh Allen rolled out. No human, by the way, is supposed to be able to do what Josh Allen because is able to do. He is freak. He's a unicorn. We overuse unicorn. He's a unicorn. I don't even say, I like, I. there may still, no, he's better than whatever a unicorn is. Like, be, he's beyond anomalous. He doesn't exist. So. Okay, well. It's weird. He exists and he, he kicks ex- their okay, ass So again. that's why he's different. <laughs> and my gosh, like, where where is the tag, where is the brand or the stamp on Bill Belichick or the Patriots that says property of Josh Allen? Because he owns the New England Patriots. But 
Ever Again. since Bill said he wasn't an MVP candidate. Good job, Bill. Nice job. You created this monster. Ass. Now you got to deal with it, and you can't. You can't put it away. You but can't the, put it away. But The I bigger say, issue is the receivers. Andy, that, that freaking pass that Josh Allen threw on the run against his body, he threw it from the 48-yard line. Oh, yeah. It traveled 55 yards in the back right corner of the end zone. Diggs, who had gotten just enough separation to leap past, I believe it was Jonathan Jones. Jack Jones. Jack Jones. The one that didn't count you're talking about. Right. Uh, The one that didn't count. Yeah. And it landed exactly like a laser, a freaking laser. An algorithm could not have designed a better pass. But the problem is. They're not real. You don't necessarily have to face Josh Allen. Well, you do have to face him again at the end of the year. But every week you don't have to face Josh Allen. I recant what I previously just said. You do have to play him one more time. But it's not going to matter. The number one receiver is the biggest issue to me like you clearly we talked about this are they big you know padding their stats against bad offenses what's gonna like you couldn't hang with justin jefferson this whole idea they they stink (laughs) they kind of there's caller keith from two weeks ago who will be our spirit animal and a recurring character on this evening six rings post game they they lose this game in part because you can't cover digs just like you lost last week in major part because you couldn't cover jefferson and the problem is d hop Devontae Adams, mm-hmm. Jamar Chase, like they're all oh, great. Rece- oh, Wait, Tyree, Tyree Kill. Kill. Sorry, and Jalen Waddle, and, and, and then Steph Diggs, and then again. Diggs again. Like I feel bad for Jonathan Jones. I don't believe he's a number one corner. He shouldn't be an outside corner. There was Bill is not dumb. There was a reason that for the first seven years, Jonathan Jones was a slot corner. Mm-hmm. That's because he's a slot corner, mm-hmm. and, and I had very real good, and a very good one at that. I had Stephon Gilmore. I had J.C. Jackson. I had outside guys. Bill doesn't just bury people to you know, for the sake of burying them in that position. And now you're asking him to just line up in front of Jefferson, in front of Diggs. That first touchdown to Diggs, the eight-yarder, he shook him by, like, a good three, four. Like, he had pl- plenty of room like in the left co- corner of like the end zone. Like a college corner trying to cover an NFL corner or something like that. Like, there was, it was a mismatch. And uh, people should be worked up as the lines start to light up here. At, uh, well, we just got the Griswold family Christmas tree. I haven't even given out the phone number yet. Yes, this is the Six Rings postgame show. Your old pals Nick Fitzy Stevens and Andy Jumbo Hart with you till 2 a.m. here at Disappointment Central, a.k.a. we just got our doors blown off incorporated. Well, AKA come on. The build. It was, that was not close. It was not that close. It was closer than 4717. Uh, it felt like forty-seven, seventeen. The sequel, because if a sequel delivers sixty percent of the returns and the emotional investment of a, the original, then it's actually a successful sequel. So, to Buffalo fans, this feels like a validation and continuation of their dominance. And for Patriots fans, it feels like a hollow start to the holiday season. No, you know what it feels like. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven is the phone number to call up, vent, complain. You need therapy, piss and moan, get angry, yell, try to keep the curse words to a minimum until at least we're in Radio Safe Harbor after midnight. Producer Nick LePan does a great job muting the majority of them, but we're only so good. I don't would never uh, push people away from Patriots content since, you know, that's our livelihood. kind of what Podcasts, we do. Podcasts, written things, audio on the the radio. You like holding TV. up an iPhone with a shaky yes. hand. Uh, thank you, McFarland. I had a shaky one the other day. I think I had too much coffee. I have told you a thousand Shut times. Shut up! I don't care. Put it on a tripod, you knucklehead. I don't have a tripod. I, I think I, I'm Frank I can, Gore. I can help you get one for... T- <laughs> That's my joke. I know. 
But um, like you could get a try, you can get one from Amazon for ten dollars. Okay, well you know, look at you promoting Amazon. Ooh, the game's on Amazon. Oh, I'm see, Fitzy. Well, I'm actually, a brand guy. You know, hey, Amazon, I love you. You're great. Amazon was nice enough to put me on the pregame show and then put me on the field. And they I remember, put you, you know, on the pregame show. They did. And just when I thought it couldn't get worse <laughs> right. than it already was. See, I wasn't going to say that tonight <laughs> just because I knew that would be your joke. Nick, would you please go around the corner and cash the ticket Seven Eleven? Because I knew Andy would say that. I feel like there's a chance that some of your people are going to turn their back on the team. Like, it's the holidays, the Celtics are good, the Bruins are good. So you're saying the fraud squad is going to be like, screw you guys, I'm going home, see you in 2023. Yeah, I think this is the type of game in the type of season and the type of performance. It's not so much that they lost 24 to, to 10. It was embarrassingly bad at the end when Mac Jones is running around like a chicken with his head cut off, then throwing it to either a receiver who's already out of bounds so it could nearly be picked off, or it bounces off Bourne. Poor Trent Williams, or Trent Brown. Brown. I would have taken Trent, Trent I would have taken. I would have taken actor Treat Williams like, at left tackle tonight. Trent Brown is just absolutely useless. Like, you could see he had no gas left in the tank. he's sick. He's sick. Whatever illness was in the Buffalo locker room, it was separate from the one in the Patriots locker room, but there were a number of people that were sick. He was basically just like, you know when you're either overserved, tired, both, whatever, and you use your shoulders to throw your legs forward because the legs don't work? Yeah. Like, that's what poor Trent Brown was doing at the end of the I mean, game. He couldn't even warm up. He stayed in the locker room and didn't warm up before the game. That tells you how sick he was. So I give him credit for gutting it out because... They're decimated. No win. Right. No kajust. Like they the heck was wrong with kajust. He's got multiple injuries. It's like back oh and God. calf or something. I don't know. He's, there's a couple different injuries you listed. Couldn't, you couldn't play on when you at right tackle where he was actually reasonably good. Well, if you not had Connor McDermott there. Uh huh. And how'd that work out for not you? Not great. Know? Not great. Not great, Bob. No. But Bill likes uh, on Wenu at guard. He has said that repeatedly. Good. He thinks he's a guard. Great. So. Stand. You know what? Die on that hill, Bill. Keep fighting that fight. Put the He's flag. got a lot of hills to die He's on. Gonna die. <laughs> He's going to be a really dead man soon. I'm, honestly. There's I mean, a lot of hills he needs. And, and you know what we're going to hear? And, of course, we will take you live to Mac Jones's press conference when it happens. We'll take you live to Coach Bill Belichick's press conference when that happens. I'm sure that is going to be an absolute delight and a treat. Bring your own salt to the party. Maybe we'll be able to get in on another couple of press conferences live or perhaps tape delayed. He could swear tonight. There could be some slip-up tonight. We'll see if Kyrie Thompson, our beat writer, WEI.com, can bring you just a little bit of uh, audio from the locker room. And, of course, we'll get a call in from Christian Foyer driving home. You sure? Uh, yes, we will. He was good about it last week, even on Thanksgiving night. He He'll skipped, call in. He skipped the week before. Okay, well, we didn't need him. We had the jet, we had the Jets. It was fine. We don't ever need No, actually, him. Want to know the funny thing? The post-game show after the Jets game ended at 7.30, I got a text at 8.16, and it was like, Yo! Still need me? It's like, Christian, show's over. The post-game show ended 45 minutes ago. Dillweed. <laughs> That's exactly the kind of move that calls for a bad 1980s insult. Like, you dingus. Well, you, there's a lot of things you can't say on the radio, so I figure I if you say So we something. have to, like, yeah. pull out, like, like old lame insults. ones, yeah. Yeah, like dillweed. <laughs> dillweed, by the way, you know, there's going to be a lot of sidebars and digressions tonight, folks, because A, we're punchy, B, we're overtired. Team sucks. And C... <laughs> That game sucks, and we're all just completely in dismay uh, and disarray over tonight's effort. Um, let's go back to when it was uh, 7-3, okay? Okay. Now, the Just Patriots- after Marcus Jones ignited Gillette Stadium yet again. Couldn't even send He's you a text. He's the human lighthouse. He lights I'm it up. I'm in the other end zone on my way to try to get up to the press box to say a few hellos, make some notes, and then drive back this way. But no, I'm down in the end zone. I want to watch a few plays from that nice little perspective you get in the 200s there. And... 
All of a sudden, I see Marcus Jones catch, and he's running towards the end zone. And I pull out my phone to, like, try to do a quick reaction video and text you. And all of a sudden, someone comes over and picks me up by the waist and, like, Fitchy, you called it. You called it. See? People are listening, kid. People oh, are listening. Oh, lots of people. Oh, and the immediate reaction all- on Twitter, like, oh, yeah, everybody remembers. Yes. Six rings big. A lot yeah. of people think Bill actually got the idea from our podcast. I wouldn't be surprised. And or perhaps Bill remembered that he scored a touchdown four different well, ways in say, college. He did play offense in college. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and so, like, it was raucous. The Patriots defense toughened up in the area outside the red area. We'll call that maybe the pink area, uh, the red adjacent area, the 20 to 30. Pink area? That's okay. I told you it was going to be. Wow. Have you been drinking? Why are you so happy? You're a super fan. You have a Pat Patriot hat on, a Pat Patriot sweatshirt on, and the Pat Patriot team just lost for the first time. First time. They're three and three at home. Seven. They're te- and they're oh. not good at home. They're not good on the. They're adequate. They are literally adequate at home. They're they not good. adequate at road. Period. End of paragraph. Send. That's it. Full stop. They, yes. They they stink. Like <laughs> what are you. they good at? Thank you, Keith. I, I've been asking this all year. I actually don't what know. Are now. they good? I at? don't know now because even the thing Ramondre that I Stevenson relied on fights to the finish. That's the, it. Yeah. Okay. The comfortable chair, your dependable pair of jeans, your favorite shoes, uh, whatever brand of beverage, whether it's eggnog, Miller Lite, whatever. You don't have to name check a brand. They're not paying oh. for it yet. Whatever that may be that Please you go do. to, your favorite sandwich at the diner, meatloaf sandwich, turkey club, whatever, I chicken Italian parm. in the oven. All right, I'm done with the analogies. The, whatever you, it, it is you could, like, lean on and rely on, that would be Nick Folk, always good from within 50. And tonight, he decides to, instead of swinging a three iron, bring out his seven iron and take an easy chip at the at the green. Short kick, Nick. It, you know what? Big kick, Nick. He is no little more. Little kick energy there. It's, it, <laughs> let, it not, let it be known that we do not have little kick energy tonight. We've got big kick energy. I have plenty energy. of energy. I have no focus. Now that I just chugged a 24-ounce coffee, uh, he is little kick Nick now because that's twice within three weeks, twice within three games, he has come up short from within 50. What's now, changed? one, uh, the holder, Michael Pilardi. The Pilardi party. I reserve the possibility over. that Pilardi could be a factor in this. I, I, it's weird that it's dramatic right after he changes holders. And I know people are like, oh, he got the laces out. It's far more like intricate than that. These These kickers have holds for hash, wind condition, distance, like, oh, it's towards the holder and forward a little bit or back a little bit. And so I, I'm i hesitant to say Nick Folk is in a slump or Nick Folk has fallen off the map in recent mm-hmm. weeks. It's a little too coincidental that it's coincided mm-hmm. with Michael Pilardi. Okay, but, the at the co- same, but I can tell you coincided. the two times this has happened, I have had the good and or misfortune of being field level, like I said. Jeez, you like and to Nick, brag about it. Oh, I'm no, Nick but I can Stevens. see it. I'm on the field. Isn't it interesting? Like, you can listen to other post-game shows where people that aren't hosting the show or engaging in dialogue didn't have access to actually being right there. Could have hit Nick Folk with a baseball or a hot dog if they wanted to. I wouldn't throw either of them at the man. I respect him and appreciate him too much. Andy, he takes this weird thing. He it, What he does is, that, like I said, like, I think from within 50, one of the reasons why he's so incredibly accurate is because he does swing like a 7, 8, or 9 iron with his foot. Like, he's not trying to blast it through. He just wants to hit it well enough, clear the uprights. Right. And I think tonight he un- he didn't try. He didn't kick it hard enough. Literally, obviously he didn't because it hit the bottom crossbar. Now, a couple weeks ago against the Jets, there was a ton of wind. There was wicked wind, a cross breeze. It was even colder a few weeks ago tonight. 
mid-30s, not nearly as much wind in-game as there was pre-game and during the tailgates. And I think Folk just stepped up with a 7-iron, thinking like he'd be able to mash it and punch it through the uprights, and instead, he's like, oh, how about that? I had no idea I'd be 10 feet in front of the green. I'm short. It's the bottom crossbar for the second time in three games. That's weird. That is yeah. very strange. And you're and blaming you really it on him. That. I am, and I hate that. I it's hate weird that I, I, I don't. You really think it's Pilati? I think the, the holds are a factor. I do. Wow. Like, I just, to me, that's so obvious. Like, he's been so good, so consistent yes. for such a long stretch. What's changed? Is he aiming and not pitching? You know what I mean? No. I'm going to blame the holder. I'm a Nick Folk apologist. And usually I am as well, but I'm telling you. I know. You, you've turned your back on the team like the rest of the fans that were booing in the first you, half. There, I did not boo. boo. I was surprised. But, of course. Did you hear any while you were on the squad? field watching the game? Did yes. you hear any Zappy chants? No, actually. Any references any. to Zappy? Nope. Nothing? No. I got, I a, actually I got a bunch with, of Zappy texts. I came up with a new plan. Forget Zappy. What, hold on. We've got a long show. Yeah, but I can say it now. You want to just you want to just yeah, give just, away uh, the twelve o'clock goods in the early. eleven o'clock hour? Just empty it early. Sure, empty it early. <laughs> Marcus Jones, just put him at quarterback. Put him at... Run wildcat. Just let him get the ball in his hands. I'm advocating to get I the would, ball in Marcus Jones's I hands. I would watch that. Jones team. and Stevenson to me are the only two guys with a little bit of mixed in of Judon and Uche maybe mm-hmm. on defense. That's all I want to see. Remember when I think it was wide receiver? Is it Kendall Hinton? Was that the wide receiver that had to play a couple of years ago? Thank you. Kendall Hinton had to play emergency wide. Re- a quarterback in 2020 for the Broncos oh, okay. because the entire quarterback yeah, yeah, yeah. room had COVID. Yeah. That was not a good watch, and it was against a pretty mediocre Saints team. Is this that, a good watch? Uh, no, but you know what I would watch is Marcus Jones, a quarterback. Me too. And then uh, maybe Jacoby Myers could throw a couple of deep balls on some option plays because uh, what's going on? he wakes on, up from the hit he uh, took. Mac Jones, on. poor Mac Jones. It's not all Mac Jones's fault. It's not your fault, McCockle. It's not your fault. But at the same time, He's gonna. There's gonna be so many Mac ain't it. I'm sure people are texting. People are probably at three seven ninety three seven on the text line right now. It'll be a storyline tomorrow and all next week. But uh, Patriots do now have eleven days off before they go on Monday Night Football out to Arizona to play the Cardinals. That's so, Belichick's fault. Yeah. Yes. I know. And people are gonna be like, I don't care. People are gonna completely check out. It's not all Mac Jones's fault because, like you said, that line was decimated. That was almost an embarrassing offensive line tonight. Like, at times, the play yeah. from the offensive line tonight. You've got Ference out at left tackle. You've got, uh, you've got Connor McDermott, who they just plucked off of the Jets practice squad a week and a half ago. Yeah, he was a draft pick of the Patriots. Yeah, I know, and they kept him around for, what, two weeks? Six years ago. Six, yeah, six years ago, yeah. It's been on we the didn't Bills want him Jets. over half a decade ago, and now, out of desperation, we're plucking him off a previous opponent's practice squad because we're so desperate to tackle. Yeah, I mean, th- there's not a lot of positives. When we get to the thumbs up, thumbs down late in the show. Uh, one part of it's going to be real quick. The other one might take two breaks. Actually, the other one is equally as quick, in my opinion. Because it's easy to say everything. <laughs> oh, I'm it, done. It's, it's easy to say <laughs> everything one person's else. name and then say, <laughs> I mean, there are some players who acquitted themselves reasonably well tonight. I didn't like the effort tonight. I'll be honest with you. I thought there was a lack of effort at times. Kirk why would that? And why would that be? Uh, resignation. You believe so? I think you can be resigned to the fact that we're not that good. Is it we're not that good or we're not as good as Buffalo? The rushing touchdown that the Bills scored late on third and goal was just too easy to me. You don't you shouldn't see touchdown unless you're confused mm-hmm. where they run like one of those fakes and then pitch it and like they get to the edge and you're like, mm-hmm. "Oh wow, we got caught up in they ran right up the middle, and the only guy that even had a sniff of a chance was a diving Matt Judon coming off mm-hmm. the edge. Judon gave easy. Matt Judon. Now Judon getting he did, gives effort. 
Two games in a row, though, doesn't get home and get a sack. But this game, at least you had Josh Uche taking advantage mm-hmm. of the backups at left tackle. Right. And, just, he, and he he got the strip. Judon, he got the strip sack. Judon he had a couple sacks early. Fumble. Judon picked it up. But, like, Judon's effort, I don't question. I think he's out of position at times, over mm-hmm. rushes. I just thought there was – and, you know, I don't even – That Willie McGinnis line, if I was able to play like yep. – if I was able yep. to play like Judon, I'd have 20 sacks. But it, I don't even necessarily blame some of the players that are getting exposed. They're in positions to get exposed. John Jones, to me, is a poster child. He's like the – Matt Patricia, I believe, is in a position to get exposed. He's mm-hmm. in a job he's not really capable of doing. I feel like we're workshopping a column here together. Go on. Kind of. John mm-hmm. Jones, is, Jones is in that same situation. Mm-hmm. He's in a position where I don't say, wow, you can't cover – Stephon Diggs and Justin Jefferson, he should be like, you know, I'm Justin, you know, I'm uh, uh, converted slot Jones, corner. Right? Yeah. Like, you know, do you think, who, who do you think I am? Do you think I'm Darrell Rivas? Do you think I'm Stephon yeah. Gilmore? I, like, I'm not Patrick Sertain the second either. I, you know, do your job. Well, you're asking me to do somebody else's job. Mm-hmm. I did my job really well. You put me in the yep. slot. Then you changed my job on me. You're and on, I tried yeah, it. Yeah. And I was good. I'm like John Jones has been good on the outside against fine mi- against middle class wide receivers, but when you're going up against one of the ten best in the league, who's getting r- passes thrown to him by one of the three best quarterbacks in the league, who really is just not even human, like we said before. But there's a lot of those guys. Like, right, but there, but there are very few. There's Mahomes and Josh Allen, and then maybe one or two others. Oh no, I'm in talking about class. the receivers. The, like the yes. sad part is. More than half the league has those types of receivers, like number one legitimate go-to receivers. Would you say Steph Diggs is top five? Uh, yeah, I I would. Yeah, I mean for what he's done, he seems like he a want, dink. He but wanted he's good. out, yeah, and so was Adam Thielen, and he wanted away from Thielen so he could get a spotlight. They replace him with Jefferson. The trade works out beautifully for both Everybody. parties. Yep. See, this is what happens when you go after really good players and you spend equity on them. And guess what? You put him behind, you put him on a team with a good quarterback and he ra- you the he becomes one of the boats that rises all tides. And there's times where Josh Allen who's great in his own right but just drops back and you can almost see like he's oh he's going to digs on this play. Just mm-hmm. like we learned over the well, years why wouldn't you? Brady's going to Edelman, Brady's going to Gronk. Gronk like yep. he sees a matchup and he's like I know my guy's better than yours and that makes your job easier. And we've talked about this a lot. Like Mac is scrambling around with a, like I'll play somebody get open. Oh my god, who am I going to throw to? Where Josh Allen has a luxury who can scramble and can make off-platform crazy throws, just drops back and goes, oh, digs on Jones one-on-one. <laughs> Pitch and catch, first right. down. Whether it's 10 Touchdown. in the corner of the end like, zone, whether it's 40 to the yeah, other corner like, of the end zone, rolling out penalty withstanding. Uh, if it's, yeah, 7 here, 8 over there, 14 to the out. That's people a were luxury. Open, people were open all night. Oh, yeah. Guys were open The secondary's not that good. Because Jones is just the poster boy tonight because he was in the picture, in the frame around Diggs a lot. Mm-hmm. Miles Bryant? No. Uh, I'm sorry. Devin McCourty has lost maybe more than one step. He is not the safety valve, cover your butt, back end guy anymore. He just isn't. Now, early on, I thought Duggar was laying some lumber, had some nice mm-hmm. hits. I still think he's good, but the the he's not a coverage guy. No. That's the actually the weakness in it's his actually, game. It's actually it's it's the it's the hammer, it's the thunder to the lightning with right. Kyle Duggar. But the the back end just is it. It is what we thought it was when you looked at it on paper. Oh, you lost J.C. Jackson. Who'd you replace him with? Uh, what was the question? <laughs> yeah. Who'd you replace him with? And Jack Jones, uh, to a certain degree, a people. Have, yeah, he's a rookie, so he's going to be out of position. And what in did some he get plays. on the play? You're talking about he got double moved. Uh, like he's going to be an right. aggressive rookie. He's going to get double moved. Great receivers and great quarterbacks are going to double move to death 
a young, aggressive rookie. It's part of the learning curve. It's part of the evolution. He's going to have to take those lumps this year to figure out how to defend those yes. in the future. And he's also going to have to remember, because he is very aggressive, and that is what leads him to sometimes jump roots, make big plays, pick off passes, or knock balls down, that sometimes it's not a good idea when said safety is about to pick off a ball to run into him and knock it out of his hands. Because that interception that could have had they could have had late in the first half would have been Granted, the outcome probably would have been the same in the yeah. end. It was a kind of a win, nonetheless. But I, at the same time, like, I actually liked that throw from a Josh Allen perspective. That showed me a guy who doesn't really care about the stats. He knows people are saying, "Oh, he throws too many picks." Blah 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 blah. That was a I call that a Drew Bledsoe. Like he used to do that all the time. Like, I'm just gonna. It's a punt. It's third down. It's a punt. I'm gonna throw it deep. He doesn't care about his stats. He's like, I have a chance to make a play. If they catch it, it's the punt job, right? I throw mm-hmm. the ball forty yards downfield. It's same same. So I, I actually liked that play from him. Whether you are driving home from the game, stuck in traffic on Route 1 by the looks of the stands, people made their way out of Gillette Stadium tonight quite (laughs) earlier. Perhaps people have resigned to not even wanting to discuss this game. But if you're as frustrated as we are, if you've got a point you want to make, if you have something you want to vent about in the car, at home, from the aftergate, wherever you may be, we are here for you on the Six Rings postgame show, 617-779-7937. Just because we are... Men and fans of the people, let us make sure we welcome in our first call before we take a commercial break. Johnny is in Walpole. Remember that song growing up? Remember Johnny from Walpole? Nope. Me neither. Uh, Johnny from Walpole is on the line here on Six Rings Post Game. What's up, Johnny? You know, the highlight of the game was I, I made, uh, before I went down to my friend's house, I made shrimp and sausage uh, fried rice. Oh. That came out great. Oh. That was the highlight of the game. I really pray to God that Bob Kraft pulls a Jerry Jones and just walks down tonight and says, all right, Bill, Patricia's got to go. That was, hor- that was just horrific. Compared to the, with the Jets game and tonight's game, just a horrible offensive game plan. Matt Patricia's got to go. And, I, and it's always, they, you know, one of my friends is saying, oh, it's too late in the season. Who cares? The season's done. Matt Patricia sucks. This is embarrassing. This was a horrible game. Uh, I don't, it's not going to happen. But the thing you I want to share I, that fried rice recipe, Johnny. <laughs> uh, I, I would love to taste the highlight of the night. But I did actually think to myself, with Robert Kraft sitting in the box, with the head of Amazon on one side and Jay Z on the other side, uh, and Richard Seymour there to boot, like you've got legacy, you've got history, and you've got celebrity. A crap product on the field. Ugh. He must. That must have been a kick to the cojones. Oh, and then by the way, looking down and seeing, did everybody go to the concessions at the same time? What, what are all these empty seats like? Mm. This is, go- this is a loss that I feel like is going to leave a mark in the craft offices, craft box. S- you know, sitting with those, yep. kind of being embarrassed with the performance you're putting up. But, like, this one could leave them. I'll be interested to see if we get any whispers out of, you know, the owner was not happy. Because o- he sees it. He sees Mac Jones scrambling like a chicken and then throwing his hands up in the air. He sees the face that Matt Patricia's making on the sideline. I side roll, like, a shrug. Yes. What am I going to do with this kid? Like Matt, a lost Mac- cause. Mac Jones is thinking, like, what am I going to do with this guy? Johnny, it was frustrating in every way, shape, or form. I'm glad you had a tasty pregame. Sorry that the meal, sorry that the meal was spoiled by the game, buddy. But thanks for calling in. Uh, you that know, Patricia sucks. <laughs> you know that that's the thing. That's the thing, Andy. Like I was building this up. I certainly thought the Patriots could keep pace, or they would put forth more than just uh, some gamesmanship, more than just a game effort. That they would be up to the challenge. That they would rise to the occasion of having a chance to compete in their division, show that you are almost, if not up to, and on par with Buffalo tonight. On a national stage, that the production, 
my God, what Amazon just throws at this with the billions and billions of Bezos. Like, this is a, Andy, it felt like a, it felt borderline Vegas-like down there tonight. Like, it is a big deal. All these trucks, brand new cameras, 50 cameras, spotters handing out Thursday Night Football merchandise everywhere. Like, they're branding, they're celebrating, they're illuminating. It is a big freaking deal. And the Patriots, I thought, would also rise to the occasion of playing Buffalo trying to get back into the playoff race, maybe just putting one toe in the water of being having a shot at the AFC East. No, instead, they cement their place in the bottom of the AFC East. Now they are a 500 team, trending towards possibly being a losing team if they can't beat Arizona in a week and a half. And now, like you said earlier, potentially running the risk of losing some of the casuals, if not the diehards, or who you call the fraud squad, a lot of the diehards who might say, this team ain't it, and I don't feel like putting it in on them anymore. They, they, they stink. I mean, it's very I simple. I disagree. We, it's a cliche. We talked earlier about talk radio cliches, contenders and pretenders. Isn't it clear for two years the Patriots have been pretenders? Absolute pretenders. I, I mean, you can sigh, and I'm sorry to bring truth Nope. An objectivity, okay. no. but isn't it a fact? Like I don't even feel like it's an opinion anymore. No, it's not. They are like, you're absolutely hearing, pretenders. You're hearing somebody who does Ooh, work Sam in the Ellinger, media. We're gonna kick his butt. Oh yay! Oh, wow. is that Josh oh. Allen coming? We Uh-oh. beat. Oh, we beat. We shut out Zach Wilson. Right. I mean, like his own team hates him so much that they benched him. Right. I don't know. Sure, if we could beat Mike White at this point. I mean, it's two years in a row that there is no <sighs> better label for the New England Patriots, who were once annual contenders, who Robert Kraft has said recently. I expect to be a contender every year are the ultimate pretenders. They're not terrible. They tease you by Mm -hmm. bullying on the weak, bullying on the young quarterbacks, the backups, or the soon-to-be bench. They feast on the mediocre, but they themselves are just the king of the mediocre. It's over. Right. Yeah. They are not at the level of... The Buffaloes or the Miamis probably, and we'll probably find out in just a few weeks. Or the Cincinnati's. The Cincinnati's. Maybe the L.A.'s. The, the Chargers, like these teams that are either ahead of you or tied with you, I you're thought, a pretender. I really thought this would be a chance to show that within the first three years or as we head towards the final leg of the third year post-Tom Brady, that the roster turnaround, the rebuild, the drafting, and all of the high-level coaching done by the greatest coach of all time and the people that he has surrounded himself would have built up a team that could keep pace with, if not even pull the rug out from under Buffalo and get them a win tonight. And instead... They were pantsed, and Buffalo just had their way with the New England Patriots once again. Final score once again, 24-10. Buffalo wins. They move to 9-3 and three and are technically, for now, atop the AFCs. The New England Patriots drop to 6-6. Six and six. 500 football team, 3-3 three and three at home, 3-3 three and three on the road, firmly in the basement of the AFC East, and I really don't care that 6-6 six and six would be the top record in the NFC South right now. David, John, Jake, Sam, Rick, Manny, the lines are full. After we talk to you guys on the other side, we'll be happy to take more of your calls right now as we complain, as we rationalize, and we try to figure out just what the hell happened tonight at Gillette Stadium. This is the Six Rings Post Game Show here on WEEI. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 